0: Alright, today we're talking about superpowers. Rain, if you could have any superpower, what would it be?
1: Uh, It's a toss-up between flying and invisibility. I don't know, maybe uh, invisibility might get me in trouble, so maybe I'll just stick with flying.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> flying or invisibility. This what, is a
0: tough one. What What could you do if you were invisible? Um, That's not like weird and creepy.
1: Sneak up on people. Pickpocket! Come car. on! No, I have... I'm only like that in games, not in real life, I promise.
0: <laughs> right in our games. Okay, 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 but here's the one you asked me. Okay, you're flying, but every time you're flying, you have diarrhea. Endless diarrhea. Okay, and so. And if you're invisible. W- it's would
1: you rather, right? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather. Okay, so, okay.
0: And if you're invisible, then you're constantly
2: farting? Okay, that could work. Come, oh, Lord. Where do we start with this one? Okay, so we're set this up, Ben. This is a "Would You Rather." Okay, what, uh, would no? you
1: rather? Okay, superpower. Would you rather be able to fly, but every time you flew, you had projectile diarrhea mm. ha, as long as you were flying, and it could be a miracle. Mm. Um, or would you rather be invisible, but every time you went invisible, you couldn't stop farting?
0: Hmm.
2: This is. What are we discussing here? Hmm. It's just simple. Just think about it. No, you fly. That's the answer. You fly. Oh, I, thought he was the, I thought you <laughs> were saying the question here. was stupid. I, but... No, no, no. The question's fine. Fly. Because when you're flying, think of how freeing and releasing that feels. I mean, you're going to probably let things go out all parts of your body <laughs> anyway <laughs> Why not just do it while you're flying? You're so high up there that people won't know what hit them. It's like you don't even know what bird just crapped on your car. You just know a bird crapped on your car. So what if you had this gift of flight and you just took off? You wouldn't care about soil in your butt. You could even fly naked and it wouldn't (laughs) matter because you'd be so high up there. Yeah, you land nobody in your would soil. See anything?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, but hold up, hold up. One, I think some birds above my house definitely have this gift. It's every like <laughs> yeah. pterodactyls. Two, you've been to India. You know what endless diarrhea feels like. It's oh, not fun. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter if you're in the air or on the ground. It's not
2: fun. Uh, yeah, but that's different. She didn't say it was like a stomach bug or virus. But it's just sometimes things just flow through you quickly, right? If it's like different... inspiration, maybe. Exactly. Baby. I mean, it's
0: yeah well, no i'm going sneaky sneaky. yeah
2: taco bell you know like a taco bell at 18 i could handle that man it was coming out solid but taco bell at 42 <laughs> it flows
0: differently that's bad life experience we got, listen okay. and so you're saying that's kind of like the spiritual gifts that god has given us
2: i don't i don't know very similar. before you try oh. and tie this in i mean we got to make a promise to our listeners. Um, Not making this is any three, promises. Three of these episodes in a row where we've opened up with some kind of poop, <laughs> diarrhea, something. And I don't. We're getting vulnerable. I, yeah. Just bearing it all. Yeah. Share your thoughts. Let's, what do you think about the poop, <laughs> diarrhea dilemma?
1: Okay, here's another one. And
2: I get. No, okay, give me another one. But I guarantee uh-huh. you, in the history of podcasts, there has never been a podcast. That has combined projectile (laughs) diarrhea and spiritual gifts in the same episode. Never.
0: I bet there's podcasts on projectile diarrhea and
2: there's podcasts on spiritual gifts. Not not together. together. Not together. Okay, give me another one that's hopefully not as gross.
1: Would you rather be really persuasive and be able to talk anybody into anything but have like really bad halitosis every time you talked? Like really bad (laughs) smelly breath just.
2: All over people. I'm glad you explained that because I had no idea. It's what okay, that was. I know. I, t- I know. Okay. We got lower. Just say bad breath. Lower people here. <laughs> yes, bad um, breath.
1: Or be able to walk and phase through anything, but every time you phased, all your clothes went away. So which one do you want?
0: Wait, I could phase anywhere though. Through anything. Phase like in, into, phase into anything. another pair of clothes.
1: <laughs> no, that's cheating. Whew. Cheating. And what was the first one again? <laughs> No, but going. you could persuade anyone of anything. You have it's very like the Force. Oh, like,
0: oh. These are not the droids you are looking what was for. But oh, while
1: you were talking, what was the villain breath. that has that
2: power?
0: Halitosis?
2: <laughs> no, not bad breath.
0: Uh, the Ability to
2: persuade anyone. It's like a superhero power. Who has it?
0: I don't know, but I'm going with that one. Oh, go and I'm just going to persuade Jessica people that I don't that have Jessica ben Jones. Oh. I didn't Jessica watch Jones that villain. Yes, Thank I heard, you. I heard it was a hoochie show. Thank you, Alec. Okay, That's, so
1: that was pretty right. good. Yeah, that was good. You counteracted the uh-huh. negative way to be thinking. It,
0: I'm gonna be thinking about this all episode if I don't say it. Supercalifragilistic XB Okay, move on. No, don't
2: no, you move Let's on? Let's go. Me move on. You move on. You tie this in into spiritual gifts. I have nothing. <laughs> you have nothing.
1: So, we all feel like we have a superpower, but we just oh. It's, That's it. it's just not oh. being tapped into. A right? lot of We uh, normally yeah. feel like we got the negative going on. Like, I just got bad breath. But really, I'm supposed to have great persuasive skills. So Where? how do we find the superpower? And a
0: lot of times, I think when we're working with small groups or just with individuals one-on-one, I, I liken what we do to a superhero support group. I think that everybody out there has these gifts. Maybe not those gifts, although I know some people were not persuasive <laughs> and had halites. Anyways, uh, I think these people are just sitting... On their superhero gifts and the superhero gifts a lot of times I think are given to us by God and come in the form of spiritual gifts okay all right boom
2: we're back I I think so I think we're back it was like a seven so minute... here here's our brief theological overview of spiritual gifts mm-hmm. um, and when we said this in the last episode if you're weirded out by this topic it's okay to skip the spiritual gifts inventory or test uh, if you haven't taken it, we re- we recommend you go to spiritualgifts.com, if I could speak. But if if that doesn't work for you, it doesn't matter. Just Google free spiritual gifts test, and there's a lot of good ones out there. But I double-dog dare you to take it and see if
0: some of these things actually resonate with
2: you. Yeah. yeah well, Whether I, you agree with
0: it or not, like see what your gifts are. So.
2: Yeah, see what they are, take the test, and, and read about them, learn about them, because they all show up in the Bible, and um, and here's the thing about them. In, in the New Testament, we learn that... Um, that God in the form of the Holy Spirit has, has come to earth to uh, dwell inside of the person who is the follower of Jesus or the believer, the person who has faith in Christ, and that the Holy Spirit, being an expression of God, being God, is and does have all of these gifts. So, theoretically, right, theologically, Every Christian who is a follower of Jesus, who has the Holy Spirit living inside of them, has access to all of these gifts, right? However, what we also read is that they are given out in different measure. Mm -hmm. We also read that in the New Testament. So it is natural then that some of us will be stronger and have some spiritual gifts that are kind of like, you know, strong biceps, (laughs) Whereas some might be like the wrestlers the at guy. Gold or the weightlifters at Gold's Gym with the chicken legs, right? <laughs> okay. You know, they, you, 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 you got to work have, them out, whatever yeah, your gift they're is. They're all kind of there. But okay. You either got chicken legs for some spiritual gifts or you got, you know, these big bulging biceps. And so when you take this test, it's measuring your spiritual biceps of sort. Um, and so that, so with that in mind, you took the test, Raina. And what did you get? What were your top three gifts that came up that you scored the highest on
1: halitosis
2: no, no. not halitosis. Uh, no, yeah
1: <laughs> faith was my number one okay. uh exhortation which is like uh i guess what i said earlier accountability or keeping people on the right track and encouraging them with not just like oh you're doing great but- so it's
0: like on the so on the last podcast you talked about encouraging others and right holding others
2: accountable hold them,
1: yeah um and cool. then teaching for my three
2: Okay, so let's dive into those real briefly, and I know that uh, there's a lot of different spiritual gifts, so people listening might have other ones, but just those three for you. Um, Faith, right? Uh, Faith in terms of what we see in the Bible, there's a couple of things that stand out. What does this mean to us? Well, there's a couple instances in the New Testament where Jesus calls out people of great faith. In fact, he was so impressed with their faith, he even told them that, man, your faith is better than all these disciples that have been following me for all these years. And a couple of those circumstances was, one, there was a a centurion, a a Roman leader um, of a a squad of of soldiers who came to Jesus asking for healing for a servant. And Jesus was like, yeah, I'll come. And the centurion was like, nah, you don't even have to come, because I know all you have to do is command it and it'll happen. And and Jesus was blown away like whoa right like you you weren't you just knew you had such faith in who i was and what i could do that you knew i had the power to just command it to be done i didn't have to show up lay hands perform some ritual you just knew mm-hmm. um he's blown away by that there's other circumstances where you know a uh, um uh, a woman i think she was a Canaanite woman right comes to Jesus and is pleading on behalf of her daughter who is demon possessed lord heal her lord heal her and for a while he's kind of almost ignoring her and and she won't go away she's persistent pursuing eventually he turns and and acknowledges what great faith she has right um because this is a woman who if you study the situation could have been stoned for what she did um things she was putting her life on the line to approach jesus um, in in the city and the region in the way she did, but she had she had such faith in that this was my only hope that she went for it. So when we talk about faith, it's not to be taken lightly. It's it's more than just oh I have faith in God, yay. Mm-hmm. It's it's a faith that has action behind it. It's a faith that says the gift of faith is to say when we are going a direction, I uh, I am pushing forth in full belief and expectation of what God can and will do. And so it's very powerful because if you've ever started something like a New Year's resolution, trying to lose weight or go to the gym, and like three months into it, you like give up, right? (laughs) You know, the gift of faith is one that powers through. It sees an end goal, and it says nothing is going to get in my way. And, uh, you know, Hebrews 11, 12, the hall of faith, like all these people who, who pursued God, even when they didn't get what, what they thought was coming, yet still pursued God is powerful. It's a powerful driving force when it's aligned with a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I like it because we,
0: uh, I mean, we see it like in her life experiences, yeah. she talks about some of the, the good and the bad things that happen. Right. And some of those bad things that happen in our lives can shape us. In a positive or a negative way, and how we respond to God, yeah. who how we see God, like who He is, and then how we respond to Him. For you, you always had that gift of faith growing up. Mm-hmm. It seems like it was strong in you from when you were young, and just continues to grow. Mm-hmm. And it helped you to weather some of those trials, and then to be able to serve or encourage out of that place of faith.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I like the gift of exhortation. It 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 uh, it has some degree of similarity, but the gift of exhortation here, uh, is, is that, is that willingness to be that voice Mm -hmm. in someone's life, to call somebody up, to call somebody out, to, to help shift, to call, but it is, it is to build up, it is to encourage, but it's also to, you know, speak out against an injustice. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a willingness to, um, to really build up mm-hmm. right and and, uh, and so so I, so that's let's note that let 's also look at the teaching gift, which is ultimately not so much that, oh well, I have the gift of teaching, I should go be a school teacher, well yeah, maybe but there's there's a lot of different ways you can express the gift of teaching and at its base level we 're looking at the ability to take complex ideas and make them simple for others in a way that they can follow and understand and so it's it, um, it doesn't have anything to you with being a good speaker or writer or all that kind of stuff it's you have the ability to take an idea and put it in a way that somebody else can easily understand it because right? you're looking at it you're dissecting it through a lot of different ways and you're re-putting it together and and giving it to someone else in a way that they, they can receive it. So that in mind, those puzzle pieces here, combined with what we learned in episode two, we looked at your life experiences, We're now we're looking at more correlation. What do we see here? What are some themes that are being reaffirmed or, emer- or, or emerging? Uh, anything specifically come to your mind, Raina?
1: Um, Walking alongside people? And teaching mm-hmm. them, like, not to go off the tracks, you know? Like, as mm-hmm. I'm walking with people, if I see them going off, I would grab them and teach them why this way is the way. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't, that wasn't explaining it very well, but... No, it's good. Um,
0: that heart for others, but being purposeful mm-hmm. behind right.
2: it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, very purposeful, watchful, uh, um, accountability for all people around me who will actually receive it, because <laughs> mm-hmm. not everybody receives accountability very well, right? Uh, um, especially if they didn't no. ask no. for it. Right, <laughs> You're like right. giving unasked well, for accountability.
0: <laughs> and that's that's a future lesson. But <laughs> earlier, you told me like, "Hey, I'm just gonna tell you like it is, and we're gonna poke some holes in that argument because of my Myers Briggs." Yes, and so mm-hmm. we'll see if those align. Also, <laughs> I'm just
2: blame it on the Myers Briggs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. So I I like that. I see that too. Um, I see, uh, you're, you're using the word that you've used a couple of times now. Um, and that is accountability, uh, encouragement, um, layer that into some pieces before we talked about community. We talked about relationships. We talked about being a light to people who are struggling with things. How exactly could you be a light? Well, You can be a very practical light by coming alongside them and helping teach them principles that will uh, create a pathway for them to grow personally, professionally, or spiritually. So uh, that can come in the form of of counseling, it could come in the form of mentoring, it can come in the form of a specific niche. That you're really passionate about, and we haven't gotten into your talents and and passions and things of that sort yet. So we're just going uh, one piece at a time and looking at these. So so teaching is a very practical way to do it uh, to, to 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 express um, some things that may be coming for you. Faith and exhortation, I think I think put you in a leadership role.
1: That's what I was thinking is like as a leader because faith makes me quite unshakable nobody's unshakable um but it makes me quite firm in what I believe in the direction I'm going that it's hard for others to I'm not influenced by others hardly at all um so me being you know the rock with other people around me and me teaching other like leading other people in the way to go I guess um that was also poorly worded no, 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 no <laughs> that was good
0: You good so question like sometimes these things change based on what life stage you're in. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've always had the gift of teaching or now a mother as a uh, mother and definitely and constantly teaching it and starting to pass things on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that this gift has been drawn out.
1: Yes. Um I don't think I don't think I had an opportunity or you know the I was not in a place to be teaching in anyone um until I had kids and then it's just naturally come out i haven't had to try i just constantly find myself talking to my kids about this is what the word says about that and oh you know let me tell you about what this is and do you know what that does and i'm just constantly talking and hmm. uh, and i mean not constantly talking but constantly but, teaching yeah okay. well
2: you're in the gym you're working out that muscle and then you're finding out oh wait a minute this is coming natural and easy to me my right biceps. you start right <laughs> yeah so that that is yeah it's starting to develop yeah, yeah. absolutely um, and and I think with the exhortation and faith, and this may be an area that you, when you look at and you say, well, I don't know, I, I've had many opportunities to lead, but when you have led, chances are that one of the things that has made you such a great leader is the fact that you you are building the people up around you, and that you are unwavering in pursuit of a goal, right? You and, and so. So people see that in you, they see your excitement, they see your faith, they see your encouragement and joy, and that naturally draws them to you. I don't know if you've had, have you had many opportunities to lead anything post high school?
1: Not really. Okay. Um, one thing I have done a lot is be, uh, I guess what you would say, like second in command, like mm-hmm behind the leader, encouraging, pushing them forward, keeping their head up, you know, keeping them on track um, and being the one who stays on track when the is like, I have no idea what I'm doing anymore and I don't want to do this mm-hmm. and this is hard. I'm like, nope, we're doing it, you know, like um, slash a good wife, you know, <laughs> like I, that's just my position right there. Yeah. Um. But staying staying on track, But I've never really been really good at being the, the top leader because I I don't know like the way I word things isn't necessarily what gets people riled up to follow me but I can very effectively support the one who is leading um who might be have more passion and might be more wily but doesn't necessarily have that solid you know solid track of of faith where I'm not going to be moved by how much passion I've got right you know maybe
0: maybe I'm a little biased but I think that's a great place to lead from
2: (laughs) yeah no humility uh, ultimately. <laughs> but but I would I would venture to say that um, it, when we look at leadership, you're looking at people in charge of a lot of things and you're like, whoa, I don't want to make all those kind of detailed decisions or be that kind of you don't have to be in that sp- specific kind of leadership. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's leading, let's say, uh, a group of women that they're mentoring whether that be in an AA group, whether it be in a church, Bible study, or whatever it is, you're facilitating, you're leading, you know, and it's, and it's basically you exercising these gifts of faith, exhortation, and teaching all together in an environment of people that you genuinely care about or passionate about and you want to lead them somewhere. So those are areas where you have the, whether you've used them or not, those gifts are in there ready for you to step out and, and really shine. Hmm. So, um, so we could go into, into more of this, but we want to keep going and we want to keep adding more pieces to the puzzle here and and continue putting things together. So we're going to, we're going to come back next time and we're going to, we're going to hit actually personality types. And so, yeah, seg- good segue. we, now we like, failed that test. Yeah. So, we we here, you know, Catalysts like the Myers Briggs personality type. There's a lot of good ones out there, but we would encourage you to go to 16personalities.com or Google free Myers Briggs test and go take a personality test out there. You'll come up with four letters INTJ, ENFP, G-E-R-K. whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You read about it ahead of time. As we go through this next week with Reina, we're going to show you how we take that piece and take it and look at it through the lens of some of these other pieces that we've put together so far. So, any closing parting thoughts? No, that was good.
1: All right. Halitosis. All
2: right. Calif- we digging this? Are we into this? <laughs> Reina, is this helpful? Even we liking this it? Yes. It is something quite <laughs>
0: attractive. Uh,
1: it works. Smell oh, my of it. Gosh. All
2: right. All right. Yes, Williams.
1: it's it's working. It's um it's really cool. Uh even though, you know, many years ago I went through a similar material with you, mm-hmm. uh, in a class at church, but um, you know, like Zach said, things change, you kinda you grow in different ways and, and different gifts come to the surface and different parts of your personality and um mm-hmm. And it never really clicked for me, and, and it's starting to click more. So it's really awesome. cool. Only at the right age of 32. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs>
2: this is only going to get better, so don't give up yet. Thanks.
0: <laughs> for more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.